Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Luke chapter 17. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to the leper, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'm holding a pledge card. And with it, I endeavor to change the world. I will not be here next week during Confirmation Sunday, so I place my card on the table. You'll be invited to come forward next week to do the same thing, Um, whether you have a pledge for us or not, whether you mailed it into the church office already or not. Everybody will be invited to come forward as an expression of your gratitude to God. Whether you give a billion dollars next week or nothing, it doesn't matter. We want you all to come forward as an expression of your gratitude to God. Every time I write a check, every time to the church, every time I give anything to the church, I I say two things. I think two things. The first is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And the second thing I think is, right on the heels of the first, is can I do more? Can I do more? That first thought is gratitude. Thank you, Lord. God loves me no matter what. God loves me when I'm unlovable. God loves me no matter what. God has surrounded me with you, a loving church, a church that's beyond and bigger than just this expression of it, a church that's, that's all around the globe. God, God loves me no matter what. God has given me gifts to share. God has created a beautiful world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Gratitude is the attitude. One of my favorite hymns is In the Bleak Midwinter, and that last verse gets me every time I sing it. What can I give him, poor as I 
If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? Give my heart. Amen. Amen. Gratitude. Wasn't that beautiful? Yeah. You can thank me later for not singing that myself. (laughs) Gratitude is the attitude. What then can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would give. What would I give? I would do my part. Yet what I can, I give him. Give him my heart. Gratitude is the attitude. I know that's a cliche, by the way, but it works. Because God loves me no matter what, I want to live a life of thanks. I want every penny I spend, literally every penny I spend, at the grocery, at the football game, wherever, I want it to somehow bring honor to God. One of my favorite hymns is Amazing Grace. The last verse gets me every time I sing it. there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun. We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we'd first begun. Thank you all. Gratitude is the attitude. Because God walks with me no matter what, because God walks with me no matter what, I want to live a life of thanks. The psalmist puts it this way, let everything that breathes praise the Lord. One of my favorite hymns is, well, you get the idea. We can do this all day long, and with the choir like this, it would be actually a lot of fun. Our hymns reach out to capture this gratitude. Our hymns reach out to put this gratitude in word and in song. Our, our, our hymns get us thinking about this grace of God, which makes us, gives us an opportunity to feel thanks. Our opening hymn underscored this gratitude just a moment ago. It's not the work of my hands, we sang, that has washed away all my sins. I'm redeemed in all my days. Jesus Christ will be my heart's praise. And in our closing hymn, you'll get another chance to sing about this gratitude. Your spirit is our teacher, the light that guides our search, transforming broken people into the holy church, for feeding us with mercy, for wisdom you impart. And here's the line. Sincerely and completely, I offer you my heart. Gratitude is the attitude. I know, I know, I know that's a cliche. I know I should think of a better way to say it, but I can't think of a better way. The Interfaith Alliance of Champaign County is having a prayer service when when our small delegation will be in Cuba on the 20th of November uh, at 3 o'clock at the AME Church right down the street from us here. 
Um, and we aren't sure what to call it. A gratitude, of ga- a g- gratitude gathering, a gathering of the grateful, a grateful gathering. We don't know what to call it. A Thanksgiving gathering of grateful people, gratitude, attitude. We don't know what to call it. Uh, hopefully it'll have a nice catchy title. But the idea is appreciation, thanks, gratitude. We're going to gather to praise God, to thank God for the bounty of God's love. A friend told me this this joke, at least I think it was a joke. A little boy looked up to his pastor one Sunday and said, Pastor, when I get older, I'm going to give you money. And the pastor said, well, thank you, that's very nice, but why are you going to give me money? And the little boy said, because my daddy says you're the poorest preacher he's ever met. You know, I might be a bad preacher, right? But I'm not a poor preacher. I am a rich, rich pastor. I'm rich because God loves me no matter what, even when I don't deserve it. I'm rich because God has blessed me with, among other gifts, you. You are part of my family. Thanks be to God. I'm rich, and with that pledge card that I put right there, I endeavor to change the world. I endeavor to change the world with you, because of you, with you, by the power of God's Spirit. I'm naive enough to believe it will happen. Not that it may So every time I write a check, every time I give something, I say to myself, thank you, thank you, God. And then the next thing is, is what can I do more? Can I do more? I want to give more. I want to be more. I want to do more. And this, of course, is a question of stewardship. The pig keeper taking care of the sty and all that's in it, the pigs in it, the styward, the the steward. How do I use my whole self? my talent, my treasure, my my intellect, my time. How do I use all of this for God's glory? You know, everything we do can be harnessed for that purpose, whatever it is. Our text today gives us a clue about being a good steward, doesn't it? The ten lepers approach Jesus with deep respect. Master, uh, um, have mercy on us. They keep their distance because they're lepers. They might have been wearing the bell on them just so that people know these people are unclean. We need to keep our distance from them. Master, have mercy on us. And Jesus says from a distance, go and present yourselves to the priests. What do they have to lose? So they do. They turn and they go to the priests. They're on their way. And they notice they become clean. They become clean. And so off they go to the priests. Uh, One turns around to give thanks, but the other nine are going where? They're doing exactly what they've been told. They're going to go to the priests. The master has told them, go to the priests, present yourselves there. When the priest declares that they are clean, then they can rejoin their family. Then they can get back to work. On their way, I'm wondering what they're thinking. Probably they're grateful. Probably they're thinking, I'm getting a second chance. They might be praising God as they go. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God all creatures here below. We don't know what they're doing because they're doing as they've been told. But that one, that one has turned around and falls prostrate on the ground in front of Jesus and says, thank you, Lord. And Jesus says, were there not ten lepers? And the other, the other nine, do they not pause to give thanks to God? Stewardship begins with, 
with gratitude. Now, we don't know about those other nine, and I don't want to want to think poorly of them. They might have been praising God the whole way. If God told me to go somewhere, if Jesus told me to go somewhere, I would go without looking back. I likely would not return to give thanks, but this one did. Luke gives a little barb here. Luke says, it was a Samaritan that came back to give thanks. It was the outcast. It was the one who's not normally welcomed. It is the outsider who comes back with the most reverence in his heart and and thanks Jesus. Stewardship is about gratitude. It's about turning around and giving thanks. And it's not just about giving money. That's not at all what stewardship is just about. It's about giving thanks And stewardship is not about fulfilling a budget, though you all know what our budget is. It's pretty transparent. Stewardship is about fulfilling, living a fulfilling life. Sure, that involves money, but it involves harvesting everything that God has given us for God's good to God's glory. When we, I'm trying. If you want to see an imperfect example, look at me. And if you want to see a sinner, then ask me to stand up. But I'm trying. And with you and with my pledge card, I endeavor, no kidding, I'm not joking, I endeavor to change the world. Change it with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for joining this podcast of First Presbyterian Church Champaign. Visit us at our campus at the intersection of Church and State Streets in downtown Champaign. And for more information, visit us online at www.firstpres.church. Have a great week.